0: Welcome to The Grow Zone, real-time adventures.
1: With Sarah Hübner, the communications adventurer, and Kerry Temple, the outdoor adventurer.
0: Guten Tag, and hello from the south of Germany. Both of us, Kerry and I, are near the Alps, and actually, Kerry's almost in the Alps, and... (laughs) That will be a focus of this episode. So just to give you a bit of context, this is the third episode of our third series where we outline specific events um, that we lead, Kerry, who is the outdoor adventurer and I am the communications adventurer. So we want to provide you with some practical tips and give you a bit more insights Today, Kerry will give us some insights on her annual
1: Trans-Alp trip. Kerry, hello. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, I'm really, I'm always ready. But <laughs> when it comes to, to taking steps towards the Trans-Alp,
0: I'm, I'm there. <laughs> and I guess you'll have many, many, many steps at the end of the Transalp trek. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a
1: step counter? Um, I don't actually. No, no, I don't. Mm, interesting. Um, I, I, yeah, I count it in the um, in the happiness levels at the end of each day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good to know. Good to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Kerry, tell us a bit about the the format and how it works. Like, when do you do it? Mm-hmm. Where exactly? Or how do you
1: choose the route? How many people? Who can sign up? All the basics. <laughs> Yeah, sure. So for anyone that's not quite sure what the trans what the expression trans Alp means, it literally means walking across the Alps. We're in a fortunate position that here in Bavaria that actually we can there are some really amazing routes that you can take that's where you start off in the foothills of the Alps, in the Bavarian Alps in the north, and you head south, then you head through across the first. First bridge line over the over the Northern Alps, then you head into Austria you hit Austria and you're in the Central Alps. And yeah, you continue over the Central Alps from Austria and into Italy or beyond into across down into Slovenia in one direction, or you can head over and across into Switzerland. In another direction, um, the Alps are your oyster, (laughs) basically. And there are really very many different forms of Trans-Alp than you can do. You could do really extreme Trans-Alp routes. You can do routes that take you through the highest ranges of the Alps, where you're very self-sufficient and doing um, uh, maybe very very long days and very technical hiking, to routes that take you through the best of the different alpine cultures, where you get to experience magical alpine meadows mixed with high alpine trails, and then combined with the other side of hiking through the Alps, which is the mountain huts, the mountain pastures, and yeah, meet the meeting of 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 the different alpine cultures, which I think is a wonderful aspect of of the Trans Alps because you're you're really experiencing maybe um, yeah three holidays in one because you're getting Bavarian hospitality, um Tyrolean atmosphere and then Italian food and drink at the end. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you do it once a year and yes who with whom
1: for whom? Uh, so <laughs> so um the route that I that I've been um hiking the last few years is one of my favorite routes because I think it's a really good trans out hike for people that are starting out with multi-day hiking and want to experience the best the best of the, a multi-day hike experience but also um want to have yeah want to experience the culture and have some comfort along the way as well so we start in the south um in the south in um, we walk generally days, um, the walks each day are about five to six hours. And in terms of kilometers, it can range from yeah 10 to 15 kilometers with 500 to 900 meters of ascent each day. So Really, the, this Transalp is for anyone that's that's done some done a bit of hiking already. That knows that they can comfortably um, manage at least at least a day hike comfortably, and then can carry obviously that bit of extra bit of extra weight because you're going to be carrying what you need for the for the seven days um, on your back. One of the um, nice things about this route is that you're that we mix up the accommodation, so you stay one night, you stay in a a proper high mountain pasture, and then the next night you're in a nice four star hotel where you have <laughs> have, a, have a nice nice long four course dinner and access to sauna and a bit of recovery in between, and then another yeah alpine hut thrown in and a bit of a mix a mix up between the the real authentic alpine experience and then the comfort along the way as well. How flexible is the route, or are
0: you when you are on mm. route? But if you pre-book, Ooh. you have to do a certain amount every day, a certain amount of hiking.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. So the, um the the obviously you we have the every day we're on the move because we need to progress to the next area. So all the accommodation is fixed each day. Um and we have, yeah, we have the we have quite a variety of different routes so that we can adapt also according to, to weather conditions. Um, and the group as well and there are days in between where we some days are longer and then some days are shorter where we maybe get to the accommodation earlier on in the day and those that want to have a rest and relax in the afternoon consider rest and relax and then others can go off and we can do something um, something else along the way and I think that's for me a transalp or any multi-day hike it's not about the the speed that you get to the place or the getting to the the highest the highest peaks. It's um, the Germans have the great expression "der Weg ist das Ziel," so the 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 way is the route, the path is the goal, and that is very much how I like to to lead the heights. That we have the flexibility to to stop and enjoy things that that pop up that are. In, really special in that the moment along the way whether it's we're walking along a beautiful lakeside and it's a lovely warm day and we want to stop and have have a dip dip the feet in or or whether we're walking past a lovely alm and want to stop in and have a buttermilk or um or something like that along the way so there's there, there, there's lots of flexibility um to cater really for, for for what presents itself on that day, and what the group, as well as needs at that moment.
0: <laughs> what are some of your favorite moments from past hikes?
1: Oh, um, well, I think there are moments where, the, where you, where along the hike, and you're you're walking, and you turn a corner, and suddenly you have a panorama that just opens up completely, and you see the mountains in it from a whole new perspective. And that moment of that moment of seeing a group and experiencing that wow, breathtaking that moment of breathtaking awe, I think for me is always fantastic. Crossing the border into Italy is always a real highlight because it's something that it's like the the I'd say the the point that we've all all been talking about, and the joy and that feeling of achievement when you get to that last border into Italy is also really really wonderful and just sharing that that moment of celebration together is is really a a really bonding experience as well and um yeah i think the 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 little surprises of seeing creature you know seeing alpine animals and the the joy and the um yeah the excitement of seeing marmots and watching them um dance around and play around um in their natural environment is is really really fascinating and really special and i really enjoy that and especially being with uh, uh, being an experience and sharing those moments with other people as well
0: Mm.
1: yeah and then the quiet the quiet hours when you get up because we we often start early in the summer so that we're getting going before the heat of the heat of the day and there's those 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 first yeah the first kind of magic hour as as you feel like you know the mountains are waking up and you're walking along in that in 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 that beautiful light and quiet time where often you know the trails that you have to yourself because people aren't up, especially when you're doing these trans-alp hikes, pe- there aren't so many people around because you're up you're up much higher because you're starting higher. <laughs> and so those those peace those peaceful times of walking and having the mountains to yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well and People are doing
0: this because they want to challenge. So, (laughs) what are the most, the biggest challenges for your participants?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess, obviously, it's a, it's a, there's, there is a difference if you've not hiked multi day hikes before, getting up and getting going, getting going every day. It's, you can feel it. um, Probably around day three, you start to feel it. start to feel it you might start to feel it in in your legs and that's a you know that is a um a bigger challenge but actually then by once you've got through that your body adapts very it adapts really quickly and then you um yeah you get you you get you get through that um and you realize how strong your body is because it adapts so it does really adapt very quickly um and we do stretching as well at the start and at the end of the day to help us um, and help us relax our muscles and we walk at a pace um, because we're not <laughs> racing we walk at a pace that's also going to support ourselves in uh, yeah, in the muscles so I'd say that's probably that you've got the physical um, the physical challenge so maybe another another challenge is the uh, the points where we don't necessarily have as good internet access <laughs> communication access um, not all the huts will have wi-fi or electricity so you know you've got to conserve um, that, but and that challenge also is, um, yeah, is it comes in the end as a bit of a blessing, <laughs> and that realization at the end that actually it was quite nice to be disconnected for the for that twenty four hours for that part of that part of the trip. <laughs> so it's
0: also a bit of a yeah. digital detox. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah,
0: <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. 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 And how many people are on one trip?
1: So I like to keep my. Groups small, so have maximum eight in the group, and yeah, normally the groups between five, five between five and eight in 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 the group, which is nice. It means that you can all then sit around one table in the evening. <laughs> Do people normally know each other beforehand? It varies. It varies. Sometimes I I have I have guests that come regularly on on trips, and other, other times I have a group that maybe book to come together. It varies, and I find that that's the beauty of being out in the um, out and walking day after day it doesn't matter if 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 you don't know everyone or you don't know everyone before because um through walking and moving and having this shared experience by the end you feel like you've known everyone anyway for a, for a lifetime there's something very bonding about it and something very powerful I think about having the the connection and the conversations that you have as you walk along too.
0: And I know that this year's Trans Alp Trip is already booked out. It's the year twenty twenty (laughs) two (laughs) here. When should people sign up if they want to join next year's Um, trip? (laughs) So,
1: so the dates I normally release the dates for twenty for the next year in the autumn. So they'll be on the the, on my website from the autumn. However, I also take custom made bookings. So if you have a group of people that are that want to do the trans up, then you can also. you can also approach me and I can. we can talk through dates for summer 2023. Not this
0: year. Not this year, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, lovely. And as for packing, I mm-hmm. guess we can advise our listeners to listen to the episode on packing for yeah. hiking in the mountains. Is there anything you would like to add about what people should bring?
1: Yeah, if that, that episode is probably sums most of it up. For a multi-day hike, I guess the difference is that you'd be taking alongside of. Alongside of that, you'd be taking what you need for staying in a um, in an alpine hut. At the moment, the huts are going. The huts that we're working with are going back to what was previous to COVID. That you would just bring your hut sleeping bag, um, and obviously then you need um, toiletries and a few bits of extra clothing. However, um, not so much more, and you when you book, you get a complete packing list um, from us as well. So you know exactly what, to, what you need to pack.
0: Mm-hmm. Lovely. And what are other reasons why people should book with you? <laughs> <laughs> I can give one reason for sure because I've been—I haven't been on a multi—oh well, I've been on a multi-day trip, not hike, with you <laughs> that way that you've led, and on a couple of other hikes. Um, and one thing I really like about your approach is that you're generally uh, always in a good mood and <laughs> cheerful, and you really look out for everyone. You accept everybody's level, and. Um, make sure that everybody's always included and you always have some nice extra little sort of uh, food bits to eat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to de- know, it's, uh, some extra surprises. Some extra surprises, <laughs> which are, uh, is always delightful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you, Sarah. No, I think, I think, I think, there. I think, with all things, I think if, if, if the guide who's leading it and the approach is really enjoying it, then you're going to get a, a really good experience and yeah I'm passionate about about these trips and and really love sharing all that there is to see and experience in this part of the world whether it's the flora and fauna to the kaisershmarn (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's definitely a a, a, yeah we want to make it an experience where you're you're getting something out of it on all different all different levels and the other thing the other second point is The Transalp. What I'm really proud about this Transalp is that we make it really um, low impact. In the way that we work, we work. Obviously, we work with local partners to make it um, to make sure that we're staying in places that are um, very um, environmentally friendly. We're using foot power <laughs> to get pretty much all the way all the way across. There are two points where we have to bunny hop little stretches. Um and then at the end we take the train back to Munich so that we have the full the full package. Mm. Yeah. So it's a very low um low carbon footprint holiday. Fabulous. And yeah. uh, speaking of impact
0: <laughs> in a different way. Are those Transalp trips getting busier, as in after or with the mm-hmm. the pandemic? What do you expect for this and year and next year? Will there be more or less people on route? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's a good question. So the last couple of years they've actually been quieter because of I think people have been holding back from going on um, on the higher mountain experiences um, and have been and the capacity has been less obviously in the mountain huts. I expect that however overall hiking is booming as everyone's <laughs> realized the benefits and the wonders how wonderful it is to get out and have these amazing experiences and there are certain routes that really are um, very well trodden and that definitely um if you're going along it you know you're going to be walking along it with lots of um, lots of other people um and that with that in mind that's where I've kind of designed this although it's a route that is fairly popular. We've decided the the course that, that we've set it up and the accommodations are slightly different from how um how other companies do it to avoid that um that that impact and to yeah to to, to still have that feeling that we're we're doing this not surrounded by lots of people. So um the accommodations are slightly different and um the although the the roots The routes, there might be other people going on it. The format is slightly different. Mm, Sounds great and
0: so important. I hope more and more Mm -hmm. trip organizers and as well as participants will think along the lines of being best sustainable travel and less lower impact. Yeah. Well, Kerry, thank you so much. This has been so interesting and insightful. And I am thinking of booking a trip with you
1: (laughs) (laughs) across the alps twenty twenty three. if you take me
0: along (laughs) (laughs) bye bye carrie (laughs) bye bye thank you so much for listening to the grow zone real-time adventures if you've enjoyed this episode and want to listen to more episodes or find out more about the grow zone go to www.thegrowzone.de. If you would like to connect with us, you can find me, Sarah Hoopner, at
1: www.improverin.com. And to connect with me, Kerry Temple, you can find me on www.forelements.eu.